is I, blaster of the universe. Boots of the himself. Fellas, I hope you got something in your cup. And ladies, don't be afraid to make your way to the stage. Bum 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 bum. Yet again, I'm using this to intro the pod. Breaking news from around the world as suddenly everyone on the planet is now on the paleo diet. Yes, rejoice, rejoice. People no longer eat chicken. People no longer eat cows. People, oh, wait, what's a paleo diet? I have no clue, nigga. <laughs> to be honest, I'm, you got the you got the wrong nigga for here. Only thing I know is vegetarian, pescatarian, um, and the then just caveman diet or Stone Age diet is a modern fad diet consisting of food thought by its proponents to mirror those. Yo, you gotta eat like a caveman. What do they is, even eat? Is Lots that just hold on? Is that just like a replacement word for the for the keto? Was that like the original keto no, diet? No, no, no. Cause keto is just, you just all fats, high fats and pro, high fats and protein. Yeah. Facts. You be eating like raw steak with like lettuce wraps, right? But I guess with this, it look. I just. It wouldn't be lettuce wrap. It would literally be like cheese and steak. Uh, It's all. (laughs) It's all high fat. You eat on paleo diet is um, fruits, vegetables, nuts and seeds, Mm -hmm. lean meats. Yeah. So um, turkey. Fish and oils from fruits and nuts. What you? You on the paleo diet, nigga? No, I'm reading it. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> this nigga frustrated right now. What's up with you, nigga? The fuck? Yo, I deadass explained what I'm doing, and then you said I'm not doing what I'm doing. Let me tell you what to avoid on the paleo diet, okay? Because, look, I, I guess you didn't know, but this is an educational podcast. I like for listeners to step away from Teletalk knowing something that they didn't know before. All right? Yeah, this nigga got anger issues. <laughs> So that's what they're going to step away from. This nigga need to go to HR team. Let me tell you what to avoid on the paleo diets. Grains such as wheat, oats, and barley. Legumes. That's bullshit. I ain't fucking with it already. Dairy products, salt, potatoes, and highly processed foods in general. I mean, you should not eat highly processed foods in general. I'm not going to lie. This just sounds like a regular diet. Apart from like... um, It's a healthy diet. Apart from like maybe the grains and shit like that. Yeah. Not, and potatoes. I'm not fucking with no diet that's telling me don't eat potatoes or oats. This doesn't nigga. sound like that bad because all you're doing is cutting out refined sugar, dairy, and high processed food. What you should do anyways. This is like the most brainer, no brainer bullshit I've ever seen in my life. I mean, would you expect to be complex? It's just a diet. No, no, because like usually when you look up like a diet fad, there's stuff that you read in there is like, yo, I can't understand how people do this. Or like, I can never do this for more than a week. Like, if you, like, um, I don't want to say vegan, because vegan is not a diet. It's a hashtag lifestyle. Yeah, so, so is the rest of this shit. A diet is just a word for your lifestyle, what you eat. Nah, I'm not going to let people use that cop out. <laughs> what do you mean? Loser. Like, if you do keto, like, first of all, like, I feel bad for you. Hold on, hold on. So, so if you do keto, you'll lose it. If you do vegan, you what? 
You're a liberal loser. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Because we ain't going to spend this shit. Like, no, no. I got to make it fair. I, gotta make I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do either, to be honest. Keto would be too much and vegan would be too much, too. I couldn't, I couldn't do either or. I, I'm with you. Um, well, I wouldn't be happy doing either, is what I'm saying. Yeah. They just seem like too, at least in current year, extremes that I'm not willing to like partake in. That's for, a like, the cost it, it, benefit. I like if I do a cost benefit analysis, like neither of them sound good to me. You you think I'm about to do a fucking steak, a steak burrito, and then the the tortilla is just a uh, some fucking skillet cheese? I'm cool on it, nigga. Like, you never seen that shit. If you go to like most food trucks, like the the whole trend is like you know a keto burger or some shit like that, and then the yeah, buns yeah. would just be like cheese. I'm like, who eating this shit? Like, a lot of people are eating them. Shit. A lot of people do, but it's mostly niggas like who goes to the gym and like be heavy into the gym life and like, oh, I want to get swole and shit. Like, okay, yeah, you're going to get swole and that fucking testosterone you take is going to make you jack too. Like, so what the fuck are you doing anyways? Yo, where can I get some tea? Like, can I just buy like some Go to the doctor's office. They'll give it to you, nigga. Like, no lie. You go to, you, you'll get it at the doctor's office. Oh, I thought you were making fun of me. Like, you're saying I'm super effeminate. No, no, no. You go to the, you go to the doctor's office and they put you. First of all, they'll tell you no. They don't want to put. They don't want to give you it. But like, you can do testosterone replacement, like certain, like shit and stuff like that. But usually, you gonna have to go to like a crooked doctor to get some shit if your testosterone levels is fine. But a lot of niggas' testosterone levels go down after like twenty something, like twenty four, some shit like that. Look, I don't want it for me. I probably do need it for me for like medical reasons that I don't care to address. <laughs> this nigga. Like in my personal life or in the podcast, but what I want to do is that I sound like a true like, Dominican to me. <laughs> I want to get like insane amounts of tea, like wholesale tea, like uh, Costco level amounts of tea, right? You going to and jail, start, nigga? Like, <laughs> and just start pumping it, and pumping it into the streets of like the internet community of like all those losers on the internet that like hate women and shit. This and nigga, I'm super blumped up on tea, right? And then. I don't have a step two, but, like, I just feel like... <laughs> this, this is this nigga's diabolical plan to take over the earth, nigga. Yeah, but... Get everybody yeah. into testosterone. All right, man. A bunch of fucking Let's... virgins on my side. What, 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 what we gonna start on? You wanna start with the music, or you wanna start with the business shit? Because there's some good music that came out this week, finally. Yo, the way you were talking in pre-production, you were making it sound like no good music came out. I, I had to throw you off a little bit. It's definitely some bad music that came out this week, for sure. Oh, my man baited me. Look, if you ain't about to tell me that little baby's the best hot rapper right now, then I don't know. I mean, you you late to the party if, if you just not figuring out little baby's the hottest nigga out here right now. Little baby's nah, definitely that's on fire what right my now. My cousin Xavier was saying to me this weekend, he was like, "Yo, you don't think little baby's the hottest right now?" It's like, "Yo, you wouldn't kiss this dude?" Oh, oh come on, stop! No, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna let you, I ain't gonna let you go. He was like, "Yo," na- he was like, "Yo, name someone hotter than little baby right now." I was like, "Yo, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into," and he's like, "Not like that, bro." Lil Baby is definitely the, the the hottest rapper out right now for sure. Like as far as musical I, I wise. I guess I was just blind to the the truth. Nah, he's like, he, oh. he definitely he's definitely he's definitely that nigga. So all right, we, all right, we gonna start with Drake then. No, Fuck no, it. I, yeah, I got some more bullshit about Little Baby. Um, back in like your philosophy one on one class when you learned about Plato's allegory of the cave, right? Yeah. I, I'm gonna make this quick. Little Baby is the sunshine. That's all. I was, that, in the, I was in the that shadows. is a that's that's a deep cut reference and for a lot of you niggas that didn't go to college, Google that shit. Um, so we starting off with Drake. That's what you want to start off with. You want to start off with the bad music the first. Well, relax. Well, I agree with you, but relax. All right, Drake put out three records. Scary Hours EP again. He does. He did it uh, round two. 
Uh, I believe Diplomatic Immunity was on the first Scary Hour, so that one was actually hard. Um, these shits is not my my type of music for me. That I don't, these shits ain't good. I don't think. All right, let's want to go in order of the songs. All right, let's go. Okay. Come on. Let's let's start with what next. So, I don't want to hear a beat like this ever again in my entire life, and I don't want to hear Drake's vocals so poorly mixed on the beat on this ever again in my life. And yeah. I don't want to hear Drake sound like. Um. It sounds like the engineer when he was recording this did musical chairs with the beat and like yeah. stopped it and then kept going and going and stopping it and Drake had to like guess where he was <laughs> on the song. Yeah, like, I, get cool. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I definitely get what you're saying. Musical bars on here and then everything else was like so convoluted and bad that I couldn't even pay attention to what he was saying. So I did what I told myself I'd never do again. I looked up the lyrics and it got even worse. Oh, yeah, you definitely went hard in the group chat early that day. And I'm like, what the fuck is this nigga even referencing? And then I and then I, I figured out, because I went to sleep early that day. I figured out, oh, shit, Drake shit dropped like at 12. Um, the scary hour shit to me is just this, man. It's He always does this shit before I, an album is going to come out to get the hype up. So he always does the trap beat records. Um, what's next to me is whatever. Like, I don't really fuck with I don't fuck with this Drake specifically. But I know that this Drake isn't going to be on the Certified Lover Boy. So he's putting it out now. And this is just like, you know, like the warm-up to what the fuck is going to come up. Because regardless of it, if people think it's good or bad, niggas is going to talk about it anyway. So that gets you in the algorithms of the fucking Twitters and Instagrams and Spotify's and Apples. So then when I drop some shit, niggas going to be like, let me see if this shit is that bad. Or if you the niggas who like this, let me see if this shit is as good as that. And that's what it is. What's next I ain't really fuck with? I wish I could downvote music on streaming services. So it's oh. like do well like, you 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 can on spotify you just put don't ever show me music like yeah, this again yeah, yeah. but i, I get what you're thing. saying i want the artist to know that i don't like it like, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah but then again too you know no matter how much i don't like an artist i still want you to get paid because i know the record label's fucking you over regardless i need i need you to get some type of money uh next record is uh once and needs featuring little baby drake got smoked I mean, I told you that right away. Lil Baby smoked this nigga. I actually like this record, but just the Lil Baby part. Lil Baby smoked this nigga on the track. And for the fact that we're saying that Lil Baby smoked Drake on a record, like, yeah. And but he killed that shit, though. Crazy. I guess Lil, the way Lil Baby came out to the song. Lil Baby's yeah. flow and what he was saying yeah. was, was, was sound good. It's not like, you know, like... He's a crazy lyrical rapper and that shit like that, but he what he said was a, was a, like a, a really dope. I forgot what line on there he said. He said some shit about like he made like a girl bar, and I was like, oh, this shit is hard. This shit is hard. I definitely I fuck with Lil Baby though. I, I fuck with I fuck with his music. I'm surprised you weren't up on Lil Baby. And you had to wait for uh, Big X to tell you about Lil no, Baby. I didn't have to wait for X at all. I don't know. I just never gravitated towards Lil Baby. I well, yeah, that's like that's not really your, your type of music. I was waiting for like who would fall off between him and Gunna, and now that he's clearly the victor, I know who to listen to now. Well, the baby has always been on top. Gunna too, like Gunna. Gunna makes very good melodic music. Like he got a he got a good bounce to him. The baby to me is like more of, of the more lyrical one out of them too, for sure. I fuck with Lil Baby. I just like what he what he says on records. Um, and that's the thing. Like with you, what I notice is like you like hood rappers, but they gotta be super like. 
crazy hood, like saying like yo, I'm about to kill like ten niggas on a block type <laughs> shit. Like it's 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 that's it's the same shit that the white boys do. Is just like the white boys may may have not liked like you know like a Jada Kiss or Styles P as much as they like Chief Keef when he came out because Chief Keef is blatantly like yo, I'm coming up to your block with everybody in these guns and we're gonna kill everybody. And that's what little niggas like. Niggas like that uh. That movie aspect to it is just like, oh shit, this shit really happens. And then like, then you have niggas like. Some, sometimes I just need you to be as explicit and direct. As that's what I'm possible. saying. Explicit is the perfect word for it. Lil Baby isn't super explicit. Lil Baby's more like, uh, I guess like more lyrical in a sense. Like he still says shit like that, you know, like all the rappers do. Like, but it's not as bad as like, you know, like. The Chicago drill shit, like, was just like, oh, they, like, niggas just talking about catching bodies, and it's real niggas they talking about catching bodies about. And then, like, or like Bobby Schmurder, some shit like that. Yeah. Yo, Bobby hasn't dropped, right? Nah, Bobby ain't dropped shit yet. Yeah, they're, they're keeping it. Smart I mean, move, they're, though. They're gonna, like, try and manufacture, like, the best thing for him right now. I mean, like I told you, I think him and Rowdy should drop an EP. That's, that'd be the best move for you to do. Um, continuing on this shit, the last record. Well, what'd you think about the one, once and now? I mean, once and needs. Once and needs? Yeah. Uh, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I, I didn't save it. Let's start, let's just go there. Oh, I didn't save any of these records. <laughs> I know, I saved the Lemon Pepper yeah, record. I didn't save any of them. I, I, saved, I saved the Lemon Pepper record only. So let, let's I get just, to... I just didn't think that, that once and needs, like, offered me anything that I wanted to hear again. That little baby verse, the thing is, okay, the way that I... Pick was gonna get uh, downloaded into my phone. Is like, would I get angry in this shit? Would I get angry when this shit pops up? Cause it c- is gonna kill the vibe. And that's what I'm like. I, that's what I'm saying. That's why I didn't put that on there. Lemon, lemon pepper freestyle. Last record on here. Um, what did you think about this record? Uh, Cause this this has a lot of mixed reviews of what of of this record. All right, so I'm I want to take this back to what I said to you privately. Yeah. Yeah. And don't interrupt me. Not go, go for what you're going to do. Be, this is going to be a little convoluted. So what I told Tokyo E in private is that Rick Ross has brainwashed the people into thinking he's good, right? I am not standing by that statement today. I like Rick Ross. Rick Ross is good. I, what brought me to that conclusion after thinking and reflecting is that Drake was really good on this song. I thought Drake was really good on this song. So when I heard Ross, and you know me, I always got like hatred tucked away, ready 100%. to go. One hundred percent. So whenever you slip up, it's there. Like, if you saw my old Twitter drafts, like, mad people got smoked that are like, it's just there. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm still, I'm still waiting for McConan to say something, anything, <laughs> and then it's over for him. Like I said, anything. <laughs> yeah, so, but what's up? You keep going. Oh yeah, I'm, so. I want to take back my Ross hatred. I just think that Drake, like, was so dominant on this song that he just made Ross, like, uh, unimpressive or, like, unmotivated, right? Which is something we don't see a lot when these two come together. They usually both shine a lot. But uh, I just think Drake did better. But even still... I don't want to listen to this six-minute song <laughs> if it came on shuffle or if it came on. That's anything. that's the thing with the Ross and Drake records to me that that I, I didn't even realize uh, is that they leave so much room for like error with how long the songs are. Like if they made like a two, 
minute to three minute record, it leaves us there for like, you know, mistakes, right? So, like, most of the songs, like, the last song that they put out with, that was on Raw shit, I forgot what it was, but that record was long as fuck, it was like five minutes. So, if you're not doing outstanding bars and like good melodies on that record, it, it, there leaves room to me for me to be like, oh, I don't really like that part. And I think that's what it was. Like, Ross definitely got killed on this record. But, like Joe Budden and them said, like, I feel like that's a byproduct of what Little Baby did to Drake on that record. And he knows what he did to Drake on that record. And Drake had to put that record out because that record is a fire record. Like, that, that record is going to get you play, is what I mean by a fire record. Like, that record's number one everywhere. Contrary to the shit that we're gonna talk about next with Silk Sonic and all and all that shit, wait, which is wait, a, wait. what? What was? Who, all right, no, I'm not done with Drake yet. <laughs> what? You can't tell us that you sent your baby mom's child support and all she sent you was the heart emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I don't have I don't have children, <laughs> neither do you, so I don't I don't know. What niggas baby mamas be sending them when they send money, but it definitely ain't heart emojis, nigga. <laughs> Yo, that shit just like some lyrics, like even that's not a good bar, right? It's not a good bar, no. It, it's not a good bar, but it just sits in your head sometimes. Well, that's <laughs> like what he that. does. Like, he, he does he does yeah. shit like that where like he'll say like uh like uh, even on fucking take care where he was like went went through her purse while she was in the bathroom because I don't trust these bitches and I'm like what type of nigga are you to go through a bitch's purse my nigga like they got some weird shit like I would never do that shit but it speaks to a, a specific person like that uh, that he's talking to is like those type of dudes is what what he's what he's speaking to us like and like he has a bunch of lines where he was like. Um, I know that being emotional to make me a pussy, and I know I make records for niggas who don't get pussy. That was that was crazy back in the day. I'm not gonna lie. That yeah. one crazy. But <laughs> that, this one asking if I know Beyonce and Nicki Minaj, and then he pauses and says, "Of course." <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, you know, okay, I I was liking this to remember when we was talking about uh o, o Orange Boy, and he was talking about you know how he would say something, and then he'd be like, you know, they tell me. How, how can people hate you? You, they, they, you're like one of the greatest presidents to ever live on this earth. I feel like it's the same shit with Drake. Drake does the same shit where like nobody asks you if you know Nicki Minaj and Beyonce, nigga. You how? Why would somebody ask you if you know your label mate? Like that shit don't make sense. This is what I don't like. Sometimes like, especially in this Lemon Pepper freestyle song, the, the way he puts shits together. That yeah, I agree with you. Just yeah. because it rhymes, like this one part where he goes. My crib looks bigger through my son's eyes. Okay, all right, cool. Then he goes, the squad look bigger to the young guys. And he's like, okay, cool. I get where this is going. Yeah, you know? yeah. The, you know, through his son's eyes, and the squad look bigger. Okay, more young guys, right? Yeah. And then he goes, my dick feel better when you drunk, right? And I'm like, all right, bro. <laughs> where did this come from? Yeah, but you, but you know that that line isn't for us. That line is for women. Like that, he's mixing in. That's the thing. Was like when once you get to that big of a level, like. You have to mix in bars to make everybody, to please everybody. And I feel like once you make music for the people, if that, if that makes sense, or like once you make music for you, all your crowds, it kind of fucks it up because it's not music that you really like. It's just music that you think is going to work. And it does work a lot of the times because girls are just going to excerpt that and then just be like, oh, look what he said. And the nigga's going to excerpt the other shit where like they'll, they'll post a picture with their son and be like, the world looks bigger through my son. I was like, man, great nigga. Like, whatever. Who gives a fuck? But 
Like it's it's just those shits. Like he he has to appeal to so much people. Yo, so he that's literally that's all references what you're talking about in the song. What do you mean? He goes, "To be real, man, I never did one crime, but none of my brothers could caption that line." <laughs> Who's gonna Who's gonna put on there? Hey, that's a like, that's a good bar though. I never did one crime. That's a, that's a good bar. That's a good bar. I, I didn't I didn't catch that bar. That's a good bar. But none of my niggas captioned that line. That's a good bar. That's a that's a nice bar. I'm just saying. I hope Certified Lover Boy isn't to what this music is gonna what this music no, is. I hope that we do get the Lovey album and that this is just like he wanted to get this shit out. You well, know. and you know, you know what I think. If if he keeps this album, the album that's gonna come out, the Surf I Love Boy, to twelve records, I think you'll get half and half. You'll get R and B, and then you'll get like shit. Well, how much you want, bro? I want twelve. We're gonna get like forty. No, oh, yeah, we are gonna get twenty something for sure. We are getting twenty fucking records. It ain't gonna be twelve. It's very few niggas that that keep it at that 10, 12 mark anymore. Like, now a, a short album be 16, but they'll just cut the records in half and then just be like one minute, 45 second records. Which I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind that shit. Griselda does, does that shit really well. Now, let's transition this to the fucking talk of the talk. The real can shit. We, can we start with hate? I mean, you can start with hate if you want. Um, I'll, I'll intro this. Uh, Silk Sonic... First two records came out. One was just the intro, Ooh. and then the other, yeah. Oh, the one, okay. one was the intro. You didn't listen to the intro? No, I only heard the fucking. Uh, I like. Open. I like the intro a lot. The intro a lot is just you know like uh, them introducing the album, and it has Boosie Collins on it. Um, yeah. And then the, and then the second record, you know, I mean, you say you want to start with hate, so start with the hate. What you what you gonna say? All right, all my hate is non-music related. All right, so, so okay, let's get to the music first, and then we'll get to the hate the song shit first. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right. All right, first first record is the intro. I enjoyed this record a lot. You say you didn't listen to it, but I figured that they were gonna have some point of reference where they're gonna do a super upbeat um, record, and that intro before the uh, before leave the door open was that. Um, so they basically explain in the interview too. I saw with uh, the Breakfast Club they did uh, that Boosie Collins is gonna host the. The uh, the whole album. So they start off the whole album introducing Boosie Collins and Boosie Collins like, you know, saying this is the album that uh, this is the group that he in, that he named Silk Sonic and then it starts with Leave the Door Open. So let's get to the Leave the Door Open record. What do you think? This record is amazing. Big like facts. it's it's almost perfect. Like every, I, I, I understand. Every, yeah, everything is amazing on this song. Like it sounds great. The music is great. The bridges and like vocal runs are great. Every note is like almost tailor made to fit n- nuzzly in my ear, but at the same time, it doesn't feel overproduced. It doesn't feel like uh, I still get um each of their character in the songs. In the song, I still am able to differentiate like uh easily what. Bruno and Anderson Pac bring to the song. Mm-hmm. It feels like a real collaboration. It feels like a real moment. And then the actual like uh, lyrics, it's great. I put the I would put this song on a playlist easily. Yeah. It's I have no negative things to say about the song. Me, I you. think it's mid tempo, right? I don't know. I yeah. wouldn't put this as like super upbeat. It's not I'll, slow. Not, it ha- not it a, has high and either. low points. Yeah. Yeah. The song moves nicely, you know. Facts. It's not sixty minutes long. It's not a minute thirty long. Um, it's a good introduction to what the album's probably gonna sound like. 
and how each of them are going to contribute. Thank God Bruno Mars isn't rapping. Thank God. I don't know why you thought Bruno was going to rap. <laughs> Look, bro. I just didn't want it, you know? Sometimes, like, when you don't want something, your, your fears become more present in your mind than, like, in reality. That's so, a fact. All right, look, so man. That's the only thing I can speak to. This, All right, this, let me hear what you think. This record, this record is really, really good. Uh, this is exactly what type of record I wanted to listen to. This record, this record references a lot of people that we we enjoy as well. I told you that that to make this record good, they have to have some sort of reference points to get somebody in there to help, which Boosie Collin is doing. And then they reference a lot of like uh, Stevie's towards the end too when he does when uh, Bruno does the la 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 ballad. That's a lot of Stevie shit. Even even the strings and the, like all the drum shit is all Stevie. And then th- uh, this record is also like uh, I won't say a sample, but it's it's kind of the it's kind of like a, a a nod to a lot of the sev- a lot of the sev- late seventies shit. A lot of like Marvin Gaye tones in there that you hear like when the when the record goes like when Bruno. What I like a lot is when Bruno like hits a really high note and then they bring it down to the yeah. to that note and then they come with the smooth shit towards the end because Noah Anderson can't hit that those type of notes. The only thing I would say is that I don't like when Bruno goes to those high notes like that a lot because the way that they mix it is really 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 produced and and uh, that's all that's the only thing that I gotta say about that shit is that like. They're a good match as far as, like, I feel like Anderson is more of, like, a on-the-fly, on-the-cuff wing shit. And then yeah. Bruno is, like, the heavy, heavy produced music. Like, every chord has to be produced. So it mixes really well, especially if you're trying to make that late 70s album. But, like, I w- the, the, that's why I told you that I wish that Anderson was the one who uh, led the production, which it sounds like what is it going to do. Because Anderson leaves a lot of more gritty sound of the 80s and 70s music where it might sound like a vinyl-y music. Uh, I enjoy that show though a lot though. That that record's a good. That record's really really good, and that record's like number two right now. And I'm pretty sure I have a lot to do with it because I've listened to that record a lot since that record's come out. I've listened to that record a lot, nigga. I think that uh, everyone they brought on this album, um, for either coaching or advice or musical like uh, influence or you know tidbits, is there to fight Bruno Mars. <laughs> you think? Not in like physically. Yeah, I know what you mean. There to combat his sound and the way he sounds and the way his music usually sounds. Yeah, Re- really because, produced. Yeah, because look at who's there. It's Pac, um, Bootsy Collins. Yeah. So it's Funk, James Brown, and then whoever they else they got on. They the definitely got track. like Stevie and all that shit on there yeah. for sure too. But so there's there's more people behind re- that too as well. Yeah. So it's really them just. You know in Dragon Ball Z, when they would do, like, their fucking laser beam attacks? And yeah. They would connect, and, like, one would go further, and, you know, it'd be, like, a struggle. It feels like it's all of them against Bruno Mars. And uh, <laughs> it works because they balance out. I think uh, it's super obvious what Anderson Pac brings musically to the, the song, like in the drums and like in the in its tempo. And I like that they do both play record their, their own instruments too on the on the album. Yeah, yeah, it does bring um, a more modern sound to like the seventies, but it keeps some of that, that like that one run where it's like. Yeah. 
Yeah. That shit is super hard. No, no. The, the, there's there's a lot of high points in this album. The only thing, me nitpicking, the only thing I can say is that I just don't like when he hits that the, that super high note because I've just heard Bruno do that so much on pop records. I guess my brain automatically thinks that. But you got PTSD from Bruno, bro. It's not, it's not that. Is that I, I don't really like pop records, especially when you're trying to make show music. So like it, it doesn't go into one. Like you know, like the only way a soul record goes pop is if uh, it just becomes popular, cause that's the the fucking name of that shit. But uh, how do you feel about this narrative that I was thinking about too when I was listening to with somebody where? A lot, a lot of this may be a rollout to introduce Bruno to a market that he's not really that tapped in with, I guess. Like, you know, like with the soul, with like the Anderson Park market, where it's like the soul and shit like that. Like, this is the intro to it. Because a lot of people may look at Bruno like corny pop music. I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that anyone saw Bruno Mars. I don't think that anyone doubted Bruno Mars' talent. First. No, no, nobody doubts Bruno Mars' talent, but they do think that he makes just poppy, popular records. And then my response to that is, so? <laughs> yeah, I know. But but there, there there is something to be said about who... He he may have chose to... that that uh, he, he may have chose to, like, slither his way into a different market. It's, that's all it is. Like, you're just touching a different market. Like, I think... Because the only reason why I say that shit is definitely because I, I listened to the Breakfast Club interview and he was saying... They were, they were speaking to how the origins of this album came about and Bruno was saying, like, you know, he was in a dark space as far as creating because he felt like he was working against a lot of his big records, you know, like uh, 24 Carat and all that shit. So then he would... Then, like, he called Anderson to go in there to do, like, you know, so they can record music. I also didn't know that Bruno helped him record music on Ventura as well, but uh, he called Anderson in there to make music or whatever, and I guess, like, you know, they just started playing music, and they are like, why the fuck we just do an album? It does make sense to me as, as, as to you, like, getting tired of making pop music so you want to make music that you actually enjoy. Because I'm not one of the people who think Bruno Mars is corny. I think Bruno Mars makes good music. I just think there's corny implements to the music cause, just because it's pop music. But that 24 Karat Magic shit, was, that was a really good album. It was a really good album, even as a pop album. Like, I don't think that pop music is necessarily bad because I like that. I like the fucking... Um, I, I, wow. Well, uh, I forgot her name, but she did the fucking Call Me Maybe, Jesse Ray something. Like, yeah. her album is actually really good, and it's yeah. considered pop. Um, I guess what I understand is, um, well, from Bruno's perspective, is he can't do another 24-karat magic. No, no, 100% he can't. Because it's amazing. And I guess, like, as an artist, he feels um, like that's as far as he can go with that sound. Yeah. So it makes sense to reach out to someone who's of the sound you appreciate and haven't been able to tap into yet. Yeah. I don't. That, but that's all I'm saying is that he's just trying to tap into a new market. Yeah, yeah. and but it's music that he enjoys. It's it's not it's not like no no. I'm just saying that people that is definitely gonna help Bruno because like I said, a lot of people find him to be you know like corny pop music and that and. And that's people who don't know music because Bruno Mars actually knows a lot of music and his, the tones they hear is, is is a lot of good music. But like, if you look Bruno, if you look at Bruno towards the beginning of you know, towards the beginning of his career, like you, even if you look at his style then to compare it to now, it's completely different. Like you got like the 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 juicy curls, different. Uh, like you got the fucking the goatee, different. Like you know, shades. You like you you dress a lot different from what you dressed in the beginning. I think. That he was tired. He's, he's committed to still. Yeah, 
Well, no, like even before then, he you know he was on this vibe like before like this like he was uh, he was already trending towards this towards twenty four karat magic. I think that he's been trying to tra- uh, move transition to this sound a lot sooner because like if you look at his early early shit, it's really early early. It's like pop pop pop. That shit's like like super super pop music. And then like as you can see now, like he's been transitioning to like you know a lot more of the music that he likes. So. When him saying that he was in a dark place because he couldn't figure out what he actually wanted to create, I just think uh, that he was talking about, like, you know, more of the label shit was just, like, I'm tired of making commercial records just because it's going to make these niggas money. Like, I can make money regardless, and I'm going to show you what doing the shit with Anderson Pop. I fuck with it, though. I agree. I have nothing <laughs> bad to say about that. No, I have nothing bad to say about that. It, it, it was just a, an observation that I had where I was like, it's a win-win in in this regardless because we bo- we like both artists and then both artists get introduced to a new market, but it 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 led me to like look at like so what does Bruno gain from this and I was like oh, Bruno gains the the funk and like that uh Anderson Park wave of uh of like the Catronada niggas and shit like that like everybody that tunes into the more electrical funk house music shit he he tends to get that because I always he's, look at like he's probably just happy. Oh, and that too, yeah. <laughs> but you know how this shit works. There has to be something monetary to get as well. Like that—that's no, just how business works. I don't works. think that this is a monetary move. Oh, I don't think at all. For Bruno, no. For Anderson Park, yes. But then it's—it's it's a good move for Bruno. For me, is like, oh, I'm gonna get niggas to come fuck with me now. Like finally, I'm not gonna be looked at the the person that is appropriating culture. That's the only reason I say it. Cause there are people out here that just be like, yo, Bruno just appropriating culture. You know, shit like that. Like he don't know shit. And then we spoke to this last week where he's we're like, what? This nigga be bigging up Babyface and Teddy Rowley and the New Jack Swing movement all the time. That's not appropriating culture. You just have the uh, the wrong definition of something. You just wanna attack somebody because it's not music that you most likely enjoy and it, you don't get it sometimes. That that'd be like saying like Khaled appropriates culture, but Khaled be putting on all the fucking niggas on his album, regardless if we like his music or not. It's not an appropriation of culture. I respect Khaled no matter what, cause he does it for Assad. <laughs> this nigga. Um, but yeah, I'm I don't know when this album comes out, but uh, and anybody who I played this record for that that wasn't privy to listen to this record, cause it was all over Twitter already. Was it's gonna come out before the Grammys? You think? Yeah. They're definitely. I don't even know look, when the Grammys are. When are the Grammys? This weekend, I think. Oh. It's just gonna come out right after then. They're definitely, they're de- definitely, 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 definitely putting on a bunch of marketing in this album. If you see how Anderson Pac and uh and Bruno are interacting on Twitter, like they did the whole oh shit. God. They did. Hey, did you see it, bro? Yeah, I almost <laughs> blocked both of them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Holy I don't, shit. I don't follow either of them, and I, and it still popped up on my timeline about like the the whole uh oh they didn't they didn't invite us to the Grammys and shit like that. Like, Yo. Have you seen this, Bruno? Like, yo. <laughs> That's the only shit that I don't like about all, it. Because that shit is kind of corny, man. Like, but I yeah, understand this marketing. Corny. It's marketing. I guess it was fun. For, I, yo, their interns had a fun time doing that. 100%. 100%. Their interns but, had a blast. Um, yo, this fucking, like, fake <laughs> notes at photo from Bruno Mars is yeah. nuts. But the, me, I'm going to read it out to you. Hold on. Read it, read it. Hold on. So tell me what else you think is corny. I'm gonna find a sad song to play in the background. It's nigga. 
What else do you think is corny about this? Oh, uh, I thought you was finding. I thought you was about to do something. Uh, no, no, no. I don't. I just think the marketing is a little lends to be a little corny. But I don't think that a lot of people market to be uh, good. Anyways, there's more market on here that we're gonna talk about after um after you speak. But I will say like like no bullshit. I actually think that they enjoy to make music together. This nigga. Dear Grammys, if you can see it in your hearts to allow two out of work musicians to perform at your show. I'm Bruno Mars, by the way. We would really appreciate it. We just released a song that has like 50 million views on YouTube and could really use the promotion right now. I'm co-signed by Dr. Dre. We have a lot writing on this record and the Pelicans game next week, but that's another story. I don't know what the Pelicans has to do with this. Okay, I'll, ex- been- I'll explain. I'll explain to you after. <laughs> we haven't been able to perform for a while and, and we just want to sing. We'll send in an audition tape and take as many COVID tests as we need to. I promise. I promise we won't be extra. We just really want to gig again, Grammy Awards. I hope you'll consider this request and give us the opportunity to shine. Love, Silk Sonic, which is Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, Bootsy Collins, James Browns, Quincy Jones, and a bunch of other people who are nobodies in the music industry. Are you wildin'? Thank you. That's what it reads like. Oh, that's what he says. That's what he's. That's what he posted. No, no, but the, he didn't say the shit about the other people don't make that that don't matter in the oh, music no, industry. Oh no, no, no. I, I was I about to say because he definitely also, not gonna say that shit. All those that people song, on the album that mean song something. Is from Schindler's List. So this nigga. Uh, um, but yeah, the the okay, what the Pelicans thing has to do with is like on also on the Breakfast Club interview they talked about uh. Like what what they enjoy about each other's brain a lot and Bruno and uh Anderson Park said that uh Bruno is very intelligent on knowing what's gonna win and then he references like Bruno be making a lot of fucking gambling bets. That's what he referenced. So the the Pelicans is he him saying they got a lot of right on the Pelicans is to, next week is uh, saying that Bruno put like fifty bands on Zion to win something or some shit like that. Yo, Bruno Mars called him a big tooth bastard. That's crazy. <laughs> But like like I said, I do think that the, the these two are are genuine in their love for music, and this isn't a forced collaboration. Cause I can tell some shit. I just feel the energy of some certain shit. And when we was when I was watching the interview, I was like, oh, these niggas actually like enjoy to make music together. And then like you know, it could just it just what happens that it's gonna make them some music. Cause they also spoke to like what new music has either or the person put them onto. And Bruno's like, yo, Anderson Pop with me on a bunch of music that I've never heard of, like a bunch Bro, of like they had they had a fake group breakup and then the grammy promotion it says they're reuniting for one night live only at the grammys <laughs> yeah this is cl- clear is marketing nuts, but it's, okay it's insane let's go to some like, marketing that, I, that all, actually... all the secret committees that the weekend cries about all <laughs> it all goes to bruno just to promote bruno 100 percent, 100 uh let's go to the, some shit that i thought was actually dope even though like i didn't I don't like the logo on it, but I like I like this actual thing. Uh, the co- the collaboration with Lacoste that Bruno did, where he nicknamed himself Ricky Regal because he said that he felt like he had to switch his name up to be an artist again or whatever. I like the Lacoste vibe that he brought to this shit though. I think this is kind of fly. It's like it has like a lot of Snowfall seventies vibe to it. <laughs> I guess re- a lot this of Ricky Regal shit is nuts. I don't like that they wrote Ricky Regal on the Lacoste shit, but if you would have just took that shit off and just made this a Lacoste just like solely thing, but I know you have to put it on there. But I like that shit, like slide four where Anderson Park with that green 
and then the uh with the hints of fucking the yellow no, and the white. Nice, bro. That, and like, those and th- colors. that's like snowfall shit. Like that looks like what they would wear in snowfall with some fucking samba Adidas, which I didn't uh, even know sambas are that old. <laughs> yo, shout out Bruno, man. He's, he looks like he's doing the right amount of coke these days. <laughs> Chill. Like, uh, but no, nah, I fuck with this shit though. Like I fuck even with slide seven with Bruno eating the fucking cereal, looking like the weekend. Uh, yeah, he hasn't eaten cereal in like sixteen years. The shorts on there are hard as fuck, and that I like that yeah, top yeah, as well. Like I can you, actually see me buying some of these shits. Is what I'm saying. You already know those shorts of velour too. I fuck with them. I like them the shits. Jewish. I like the shits. So the 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 capsule prices are gonna uh go from twenty eight to two hundred forty nine dollars. I'm assuming the whole jumpsuit is probably two fifty. Uh, if the shorts anything under $50, I'll cop them because I like the shorts a lot and I feel like I could do something with them. Uh, but I like this shit. This, this is, this is, this, oh, bitch, I just saw where you got that fucking, uh, that line oh, from. Chill. Why you got <laughs> This nigga, that's a comment. This nigga's a comment thief. Uh, Alright, when... look, I'll give the fucking dude credit. Shout out user <laughs> Bleh on the <laughs> Not, But, but I, I fuck with this a lot. I, I like, I like the way they rolled in this out, like. I figure that this idea stemmed on like you know like just uh just like a a studio session and then like the label and Bruno and Anderson Pike all of them went around and just got got into the shit. I fuck with this a lot. I I, I like this sound. I like the I like just the overall vibes and the aesthetics that they got for this shit. It's really well done. It's a good marketing scheme besides the the Grammy shit. I like all the other shit around it, and I think this album I, gonna be fucking phenomenal. I. I think we should ban non-topical memes. What do you mean? Like, memes about things that aren't current should not be allowed on the internet. But what are you referencing? Nothing. This is just... Oh, that's, this head. is just the, the thought that you had? Just like... Okay, let me, I'm, I'm going to start a new segment on this, fucking, on this fucking show. Fucking comments that AB Dash sends me, and then... I mean, uh, texts that AB Dash sends me, and then I don't... I just... In my head, like, where the fuck did this respond. nigga get this shit from? This nigga sent me today at, what time was this? 1.58. <laughs> when I get my backyard right, gonna have a barbecue where all I do is pretend to cook while I get Shake Shack delivered. That's the move, bro. I don't, I don't even know what that, that fucking means. <laughs> I was at work so confused, my nigga. Like, what is this nigga talking about? I thought I had said something before that that, that like lent to that shit, but I didn't know no, what you, the fuck you were talking about. You had sent me um the fucking the new flex, the drinks. new yeah, the yeah. new drinks. Yeah, and then so that's, that's what that's you wrote where back. I was going. <laughs> All right, um, I don't now, I don't think it's that big of a reach, truthfully. Now let's 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 get on some black excellent shit right now. Uh, I'll start off with Swiss. Swiss and Tim sell uh, verses to Trilla for like I think they said around like four hundred, maybe half a billy. Um, but they, how much did they sell? Half of it? No, they sold all of it. Oh shit! They sold but they no, sold no, all but the good battles is done. But the, but this this is no 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 this there's more to it. So it's kind of the same thing that Hove did with Jack Dorsey, where I'm selling you the company, but I'm getting percentage of the company. I'm getting equity in the company, and I'm on the board. It's the same thing that Swiss and Tim did. So they sold versus theoretically, right? If they sold it, they got paid like 200 mil or some shit, 200, 300 mil. But on the back end of that, now Swiss and Tim are like heads of Triller and they, they have uh, a lot of equity in the company. And, you know, they're in a the board meeting. So, like, it's kind of like. Uh, but what's that, what's that fucking old saying? Like, 
two is two is better than one in the bush or some shit. Two birds in the hand is better than oh, one in the a bush. A bird in the hand. A bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. That's that's the vibe that I'm getting from a lot of the moves that are that are around people like Hove and Swiss. Like now it makes sense to me the picture of Swiss at that fucking Iron Man crib with Hove smoking the stogies and like how they were so happy about this shit and like you see everything this, rolling out. This explains to me why. What do you mean? This explains why on D'Angelo's versus battle, why all his friends oh. were like, because if they had D'Angelo versus another per- person, they had it versus Maxwell. But if it, if it actually came to fruition, like it was D'Angelo versus Maxwell, mm-hmm. they would have to give Maxwell equity. Okay, so let me get to that because part all now. The, all the artists got equity and trillion. Yeah, let me let me get to that part now. Yes, all all of the, the the dopest shit about all this shit is like how I like Swiss and Tim move is that every artist in uh, that that participated in verses get equity. So that's Jeezy, uh, Jadakiss, Fab, all every everybody they they all get a get a point of equity I'm so, on this. I'm so mad John Legend is included here. <laughs> this nigga, why you be hating on John Legend, nigga? What do you mean? I fuck with John Legend heavy. No, John Legend slander over here, nigga. John Legend's first three albums was phenomenal. Um, but no, like that shit's super I can't dope. Was Shanti, it's it's That's she was gonna get points on this regardless. Uh, but I I fuck with just these moves that they're making now. Like um, Swiss was talking about it. And he was saying like. Yeah, me and Tim could have took the bread and just, you know, got the equity for ourselves. But, like, I want to put everybody on. I want everybody to eat, even though everybody already ate from the versus battle as far as marketing and then, you know, your, your, your sales or your music went up. But now you get equity into something that, you know, like, you participated. You helped me build this shit. So I'm going to help you get some shit on the side, too. Whether this shit is a 0.5% of equity in this company it's still equity in this company that is gonna give you residual money or if i wanted to sell this shit like whatever the fuck 0.5 or one percent not saying that's what exactly what it is but like i don't i don't presume it to be like you know a, a hefty equity percentage in these companies but like it's just dope shit that you're doing these type of moves like it lends us to whole shit with um with jack dorsey where hove got the bread and you know now he he's on square but every fucking artist that Bought into title with him, got a ten million dollar check, like on top of you still owning shit right now. So now you in square, and also you got the ten mil just for the fuck of it. Like here, nigga, like this is my stimulus check. Told you, niggas, take this ten million dollars, and we're gonna keep winning. Like I like them type of moves where it's just not gonna be one person winning. It's all of us winning in the grand scheme of things, and like that. That's the shit that I fuck with. And you get equity at these boards now too. I would not be surprised if Hove and Jack Dorsey. Like somehow, be like partner partners in the square, and then Swiss. I, I see Swiss and Tim taking over Triller to be honest, because I know they got a big percentage of Triller for uh for this fucking uh this fucking versus shit, and just like you know how smart Swiss and Tim off like creating something in a time frame where you know it was so hard for anybody to market some shit. Like you did versus. In a time where you knew everybody was going to be home. And a lot of niggas was hating on her at first. Like, who the fuck going to watch this shit? And then when it, when it started to click and niggas was like, yo, I fuck with this. It's like, who the fuck, who else are you going to have on here? Like, you you got everybody. Everybody's gone now. And then it's just like, at the right at the time, where they where they got Ghostface and Raekwon, they're like, all right, we sold this shit. But we still control versus at Trilla. Now they got fucking Raekwon and Ghost being the first two niggas to go on that shit. 
It's just dope right. moves, man. All right, look, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. Okay, let's 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 move on to something that matters, right? Wow, wow. How many thriller events have you watched? None. All right, there we go. Oh no, but I'm saying, but who's to say that I'm not going to watch it now? But because this shit's still going to be available on um, on Instagram, so that that's I'm not going to download thriller for this shit, but I still fuck with it, like. I see the move that they're trying to do with making content when, like, uh, with, like, you know, the shit that they did, the boxing match or whatever. And they've been trying to get a lot of podcasts and shit on there from what I'm hearing. So it's just make the moves, man. Fuck it. Like, you, if you want good creations, get some good creators in there. And that's when you get fucking Swiss and Tim. Like, and it was just Tim's birthday yesterday, too. Like, the fucking king of the drums. Get him in there. I fuck with this shit. I just like a lot of the moves that I'm seeing being made, especially in the time where a lot of niggas like us is going through a lot of bullshit. Um, continuing on that shit, uh, Brent and Brent was on the Neptunes, not the Red Neptunes, but the other tone radio, and they talked about Brent and the Neptunes working, and I fuck with that shit as well. DMV shit. That's and I would like to hear Pharrell and. Fucking Chad produce some shit for Brent, and that should be like fucking phenomenal. You pretty quiet over there. You like you don't like to see Black Kings win. I'm doing research I'm on doing what research on Triller. Oh uh, yeah, cause okay, what the fuck is Triller? Like I just know that shit from being the shit that like the TikTok before the TikTok. Yeah, that's what I knew of it first, right? So yeah. boom. So this is what I I I'm into a very 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 shallow hole here that I just started digging. <laughs> so, Triller is an American video making and social networking service. Okay. Yep. All right. Boom. It is owned by Proxima Media. What is Proxima Media? Well, I don't we, know. I'm about to say here we go. We just like about to go on the YouTube fucking. I googled Proxima Media, and what do I find? A website. Proxica Media. And when I scroll down, what do I see? I see a list of their partners who Proxima Media is partnered with. And what do I see? Go ahead, guess what I saw. <laughs> nigga, I'm not playing this guess game. Would you just tell me what you saw, nigga? I see the logo, the infamous logo of an apple with a bite taken out of it. Fuck is that? Apple? It's Apple. Oh, shit, I didn't even peep that. Oh, is they a partner with Apple? So the people that own Triller are partnered with Apple, but that's not it. They're also partnered with UMG. And that's not it. They're also partnered with... Hold on, let me Google who this is. This Lambert name. Media Group. I don't even know what Lambert Media Group is. I don't even know. But their website looks like trash, so I know that they're fucking rich. This nigga, that that makes no sense. Yo, I don't even. Yo, but no, no, it's it's you actually on to something here with with the uh, with the uh, Apple partnering with Trilla. I don't know uh-huh. what. What? <laughs> so, Lambert Media Group. This nigga about to tell me some stupid shit. What? M- made Movie Pass, and they're investing. In blockchain technology investments, mm. and also like either you gonna connect this shit or because <laughs> I, I got a connection here with the Apple shit because like Joe Joe called Swiss on the on the JVP and they were talking about he was basically yeah. saying like yo how the fuck can Apple not pay you niggas 
when y'all were already on their platform. But if Apple is partnered with Trilla, it's kind of in the same in the same realm. It's just well, that you're not Apple's solely partnered on with Apple. the company that owns Trilla, so they get to go around that. Okay, it it makes it makes more sense. Is 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 the same shit that I, that I was thinking about, like. Damn, I forgot what point I was gonna go to. But yeah, uh, nah, it, it, that makes more sense now. That that definitely uh, uh, highlights some shit for me. Um, you wanna you wanna continue this with Gibbs being the best fucking capitalizer of all time? Like this nigga been selling the Alfredo merch for for forever, and now that the Grammys is popping back up, since he's nominated as a Grammy, I hope I hope to. I hope he wins. Um, I already forgot all the categories and who's listed in all the categories. I don't know. I just hope Gibbs wins. So he 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 put out a new capsule of Alfredo shit for uh oh the Grammys. I think the Grammys is this weekend. A lot of this shit is actually kind of it's kind of dope. Like I don't I don't like. I don't agree. I don't like any of this. Maybe the Alfredo's first annual all sauce cook off. That one. That's exactly like what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I like that shit. I like that. That shit. That shit Everything is clean. Everything else is kind of like whatever. the the satin jackets. I can see a lot of people buying the all sauce one. Is definitely the one that mean you will uh, liking towards more. Um, continue this. Uh, new shit just popped up. New cactus and um, Nike coming out tomorrow at nine nine a.m. They did a a video with. I think the, the director's name is White Trash Tyler. I think yeah, White Trash Tyler. He's the he's the White film director. Trash Tyler. I actually fuck with this um this film shit. It's kind of like the shit that I was showing you that I wanted to do today on uh, when I sent it to you of the person that does the illustrations. It kind of reminds me of that except like in the film. It's actually pretty dope, and I want to see what what pieces are gonna come out of this because a lot of people have been wearing a lot of you know cactus as of recent because they haven't been put out a lot of shit. But I did see, it might have been because Sean wearing the hoodie that's going to come out of this. It's like a Nike cream hoodie. Like, it looks kind of like a poncho vibe. That shit is nice as fuck. I definitely want to cop that. I don't even see any of the clothes that are being released. Holy the the, the clothes that are being released are on, are on the, they're yeah, on the video. Like, you have to watch the video, but. They put out a five minute movie. The the movie is where is where you'll see all the all the uh, all the shit that's supposed to be out. But I've seen a lot of rappers, you know, like uh, Barry and them, all wearing a bunch of cactus paint because you know they get it all seed seeded. But I told you that I wanted to get that uh, rainbow dye pullover that they had. Um, I've, I've seen Joe Fresh Goods and a bunch of niggas wear them shits. But I, I I like that shit a lot. That shit is, that shit is fly. I'll send you the only thing that I know that's gonna come out come out as of now, which is like. It, Oh I, my god, holy shit. What? I went to Cactus Plant website and it's just a fucking movie. I'm like, you remember when you go on somebody's MySpace page and it always <laughs> yeah. plays the music? I, I mean, that's exactly what fuck. it is. I, se- I sent it to you on Instagram of the shit that I've seen and it's just because rappers have been wearing it. But that first picture that's on there, I thought it was a pullover jacket, but it's it's a polo. But I enjoy that a lot. I like the fonts and I like the jersey as well on that, on that shit too. I'm not big on jerseys, but I like that shit. I want to get... That uh, that it looks like a polo, but I haven't worn a polo in forever. It looks like a rugby. I would definitely fuck with have, that. Have shit. you ever um, been on a website right before it dropped and had the password right, and you guessed the password correctly? No, never. Have you? Nah, I, I want to though. Like, uh, like cool. I want to do it once. So just- I, I, it's too risky. I, I, I know. What, I know what you mean. Oh shit, that's about to pop up on the podcast. Uh, but. I know what you mean. There's there's definitely been times where I have tried to guess it for sure. Like where it's just like let me just I know that, I know it's something very simple that you niggas is putting on this shit for niggas to get through on. Sometimes if you got like the right 
botting service with, with people on Discord, they'll tell you the password and shit. But if you ca- if you check out beforehand, it's just, they're just gonna cancel your shit. Yeah, uh, they're just like, yo, how does the buzzer even get in here? Nah, but I, sometimes I, like, I just want them to respect the fact that I did get in there. Like, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely want to get a few pieces that I've seen like in the video and stuff like that from Cactus. I've been waiting on a lot of Cactus shit to come out. Um, it, I I don't want to fall. On the shit where it's like, remember when we wanted, when I wanted the hockey jersey and then I didn't buy it and the hockey jersey is like $600. I wish I would have just bought it then. So I think that's what I'm going to do with a lot of shit. I've been doing a lot of that too with a lot of the Doom shit that I sent you too. Like I've been like, I'm, I'm buying shit now because I know that I'm going to want it later for sure. Like a lot of the vinyls and a lot of the, the tees and shit. Um, Awake Reebok. I like these, period. Point. <laughs> I, I, enjoy, I enjoy these. I, I, I think me... Buttery. I think me and you spoke about last time that they did a Reebok where like, oh, I think they only showed the classic Reebok from beforehand and we are like, if they do a Club C, it'd actually yeah, be pretty nice. I, they did an Instapump before. That's like, what it was. the Instapump as like an institutional shoe, but I would never put that on my feet in my entire life. There's been some Instapumps that I, that I would wear, just certain ones. There was, there was one that was like a teddy bear one that I really enjoyed. I wouldn't personally wear it. But that, I, I, I like that shit. Like, if I if I found some way to take the teddy bear off, which I think you could have, um, I enjoyed that shit a lot. But this one, to, for this to be awake, I found this to be very, like, simple. Yeah. They, I remember um, a few of their 8-6 they put out and some other shit. They usually put, you know, a little thing more interesting. Yeah. So I guess it's just, like, the everyday type shit. I wish they would have put some sewing like some blue sewing on like maybe like the toe box or some shit and like a design or like some on the side or something. Stitching. Yeah, like some yeah. light light stitching where it, it gives something more than that because this is almost too plain for me. Like or yeah, like they got a little snake on there. Yeah, like yeah. I wish they would just took out Reebok and put Awake on that shit and then just put Reebok on the back. Shit, bro, we gotta we gotta start repping the Reebs now. <laughs> I mean, I fuck with Reebok. I, lo- I love Club C's. Club C's is like an everyday fun sneaker. I fuck with that shit. Um. Continuing on another Hispanic, they got their own shoe. Bad Bunny ones have come out. They he did an Adidas Forum Low. I actually I don't like these sneakers. I don't like the model of these sneakers. I I think he could have done something better. <clears throat> I'm not really fond of a uh, a bunch of straps on sneakers, and that's why I don't like the Forum model. It's a crazy hiking shoe. I'm not yeah. even gonna hold you. It looks like a skateboarder shoe to me. I don't even know what the shoe's supposed to be. It's fat for yeah. sure. Is it a skate shoe? It's is a skate it a shoe. fucking hike shoe? Is it like a shoe designed for the police to kick indoors? <laughs> I mean, me personally, I wouldn't. I wouldn't never wear this sneaker. But like, man, fuck it. More, more ups. More. I like the tones. The browns are. Yeah, nice, I like. But... I like. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you would have did a club seat with this, this would have been hard. But like, knowing Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny was probably wanting to do something different. Cause he's just a different human being, like putting blue and neon laces in a brown sneaker. Like I wouldn't think to do that, cause I don't think that looks well. But uh, I f- hey, fuck it, man. I-, I fuck with what this is. I don't fuck with the fucking shoe. Like I, I like, I like the Yo, niggas just getting a chance to do some shit. It's a partnership with the Uber Eats app in Puerto Rico. What the fuck? Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, one of that. Okay, so that that's where the play of coffee comes. The coffee. In. Apparently, right. you can order this shoe if you're cafecito in the morning if you're in Puerto Rico. Nah, yeah, yeah, I, fu- I fuck with it. I, fu- I fuck, I fuck with the action of it. Um, was it last weekend we went on our like Uber Eats like slavery rant? Yeah, I don't fuck with Uber Eats. Fuck Uber Eats. There we go. 
I don't fuck with Ubi's or, De- or uh, DoorDash any of that shit. Like if it, if it's a, if it's if you have DoorDash for me to go pick it up at your store, I'll do it. But like I don't fuck with DoorDash like that really. Um, I gather you're a Grubhub enthusiast. I'm not either. Them shits. Uh, <clears throat> a line that I haven't seen spoken about a lot on here. Ada Error. This is like one of my favorite brands now. Like um, like low key. This is one of the brands that I don't tell people about a lot. For the people who don't know, I fuck with this brand a lot, but. Uh, I like a lot, a lot, what I like about this brand is they do their own shit. I like their, their jeans a lot on this brand. I fuck it's, with their it's, shit. It's Laren time. What do you mean Laren time? That's what their fucking line is called. Laren oh, time. Oh shit, I didn't even peep that. Now, but I, I like a lot of their shit, even though they have like, you know, weird cuts on their jackets, they do have some stuff where it's like, you know, a, a, a simplicity effect to it. They definitely have like the wild shit, but they have like Peep, this. Peep slide 31 and 32 for the Neapolitan ice cream. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They'll have the wild shit like this. They'll have a Neapolitan ice cream dress, but then they'll have shit that like on slide 27, where it's like a good mustard coat, or like slide um, 29, where it's just a good cream like jacket, like just a jacket for you to wear normally. But they jeans is actually really dope jeans. That like that's gonna be the new market of jeans that I'm trying to fuck with because I feel like. A lot of brands aren't really giving a fuck about denim right now because I can't find a good pair of jeans to save our lives. But the sh- the, the only brands that I see that have, like, good jeans is, like, Celine. And I'm not going to pay $700 for some Heidi Slimane jeans right now. I'm cool. Like, we in the pandemic still. Like, maybe when the pod gets when the pod gets a good signature for a good check, I, Yo, I'll fuck with it. But I'm not. The Trilla is going to be crazy. Hey, look, man. If Trilla come with the bag, I heard they come in with the name your price bag. At Trilla, so I, I got a price. So let's start the. I got, I got a price in my head, and I know your my I, price is more than the price that you have in your head. So I'm leading the negotiations. I'm leading the negotiations. Um, we I just say yes. Uh, fuck no, nigga. Um, Nike Nike is attempting to clean up the resale shit that we talked about last week. So the CEO says the employee policy will be updated about sneaker reselling after the sneaker reselling scandal. So I'm guessing that they're going to give a fuck for a month about reselling the sneakers. And then I'll see niggas back doing sneakers at Nike town and fucking Soho and all over the place, Chicago, all that shit. Like I I just don't like the, the, the fake attempts of, you know, I'm going to like, they did a thing where it's like, they're going to have an anti buy uh, shit yeah. on, on, on Nike no now. Shit. I don't know what. Who gives a fuck? The majority nigga? of people aren't gonna be able to cop on sneakers anyway. It's just yeah, like other. What are, what are we talking about Kentucky here? Like posting pictures of forty pairs of shoes. <laughs> Not even that. If if anybody on here knows about bots, nigga, the bots just update. They'll update that shit as soon as they crack the code on that shit. Because the niggas who have bots are niggas who code as well. So like that's just. What it is. Um, we mean you got in the conversation of NFTs last week. So, what? What? Yo, I, I heard these shits are ruining the world. NFT? Yeah. What, who told you that? Apparently, um, because they only use Ethereum mm-hmm. as like the fucking purchasing power. Yeah. And apparently, like to mine Ethereum, it takes up so much fucking like energy. Mm-hmm. And because most of the energy in the world is th- not through clean sources. That apparently NFT and Ethereum specifically are like driving up huge, like fucking, like uh, outages. Out, not outages, but like they're contributing massively to like global warming and shit. So. Damn, but whoever told you that shit got in deep to the fucking. Facts. They got in deep to the shit. Easy, you going crazy, fam? Um, 
But yeah, no, nah, NFT is just, um, me and you spoke about it, and you were like, what the fuck is that shit? And to me, it's just a digital uh, platform to sell art. Like, this shit that Bosky did, uh, Bansky did, where he the, he created something, then burnt it, and then just put it uh, digitalized on NFT. I think the NFT is just going to be the wave now. Like, I mean, I told you with the shit where it's like, uh, I apply for us to be, uh, to be able to sell every episode on NFT, just in case anybody wanted to... Um, <clears throat> When it's a support in that type of way, where like, basically, would it be like we will sell like a thousand copies, original copies of this podcast to everybody once a week, and we'll sell like a dollar, like five dollars or some shit. I think it's a way for a lot of artists to make good money, but then you have shit like Taco Bell, where it's just like they sold a, a thousand NFT <laughs> tacos Yo, and like they were going for a thousand dollars a piece. That's what he just did with this shit, though. It was super cool. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you, you have a way to make this shit. But I didn't know about the whole aspect of people mining Ethereum and NFT causing a lot of that shit, too. But like, so it's the same thing as Bitcoin. Bitcoin, mining Bitcoin is the same shit. Niggas mine Bitcoin all the time. It's just some shit that we can. I, I, I fall on the line of like, it's, some, it's, it's a lot of shit that happens in this world, and there's some things that. Everybody focuses on, and everybody should focus on like certain things. But you know, it's gonna. I just be... want you. I just want you nerds to do better. <laughs> this nigga. Um, continuing this of uh, last week's conversation What's that we had. Cash app. We got we. Know. Cash <laughs> app ain't ruining the world. <laughs> Cash app also isn't denutralized either. Let's go. Um, we we had the conversation about this last week. Rug talk. We back at it. This is definitely some shit. This is no, some that shit that Pokemon card rug is crazy. This is some shit that that I know that you would get if you were a bachelor. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what the, the, this type Yo, of shit this is isn't just... even. This isn't even expensive. No, it's one hundred sixty dollars. Yo, I'm adding the card, bro. Yeah, you definitely get no, no. Stop, stop, stop the lies. I'm gonna, I'm gonna open up the curtains a little bit more. You're gonna go and be like, yo, this is shit. This shit's kind of hard. And then your significant other's gonna be like, yeah, but we're not gonna get that shit here. And be like, yeah, you right. <laughs> yeah, you right, babe. My fault. But or you can bring it into your office. Do it to your office. But to say all this, I have intentions. Me and you have been had intentions to make a rug, a Thrill Talk rug, and, like, so you can put it in your office and, like, we can just have it for aesthetics purpose or, like, if somebody wanted to buy it. But, it, like, last week we saw, like, you know, we can make rugs a lot easier than, than what it would be. But also I want to find somebody who knows how to make really diligent, like, fucking rugs where, like, they actually are, like, like a Persian-style rug more than just the printed-on rugs is what I'm is what I'm looking for. This nigga's mad silent. What's up? But you got put in the chokehold. Nah, I was ch- I was checking out. This nigga. Uh, yeah, po- Pokemon is gonna sue this dude into the. Oh, so crazy, house. so crazy, nigga. Holy shit. Um, it's gonna make his fucking head spin. How? Um, they gonna do they gonna do cause just like they did Nike. I mean, Nike did uh, the oh, other nigga. What, what's the nigga name? Which dude? Warren, uh, whatever. Who's selling dunks? Yeah. <laughs> they gonna do Yo, this. What's crazy way. is that Warren Lotus even got with Jeff Staple to put out some shit. And even Jeff Staple got beat the fuck down by Nike after like a forty year relationship. That's crazy. I mean, you going against the you going against the money. If we don't get a cut, we don't get a cut. And Nike going not is Nike's not cutting that again. Um, well, well, we have two more topics here. It's gonna be quick topics. Snowfall update. What's up? It's cool. Episode three. I like it. I, all right, so boom. Let me tell you what. Right here we go. Spoiler, spoiler! 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 When I was watching this episode of Snowfall, for a second, I thought I was watching Barry. 
<laughs> there is similar tones. I can see why you say that. Like, it's a lot of similar tones with only, Teddy. Only, only, only in that specific sequence with Teddy in the compound. Yeah. I didn't know that he had that in him. I mean, nigga, he in the CIA. He was ready yeah, to smoke so niggas. There's, bu- there's a bunch of fucking pencil pushers in the CIA. I'll bust them loose. Yeah, but nigga, a nigga, a nigga who is funneling coke... <laughs> To the CIA is not a pencil pushing. Yeah, but I haven't seen him do shit for four seasons. He's just been like getting beat up and yelled at and like fucking well, uh, kidnapping. He he does he does things out of necessity. He never uses uh, power. That's like, correct. I fuck with him. Yeah, like he 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 knows he knows when to use like when when uh, Gustavo was gonna go out there and just murk niggas when he had all the fucking all the shotguns and shit and Ted just sent the niggas to go go get at him real quick and put him in the fucking. Yep. In in kidnapping his ass, dude would be a phenomenal actor if he didn't always look like the sun was in his eyes. Oh, also, no, the, Teddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> nah, he, he's a, he's a good actor. I fuck with it. Um, I also like like you know like like I told you last week how how they're like <clears throat> splitting this all differently. Like you know they they they're following Leon for a little bit, which is kind of like I feel like foreshadowing. I hope Fatback don't get smoked. Um. And then Back. and then and then they're following Franklin, and then they'll they'll follow like how they how Bam Man Boy was like, you know this shit was running a lot smoother when it was just us three. So like foreshadowing that Man Boy gonna put a move on Franklin, and like He's not shit. wrong though. Franklin, yeah, Franklin and, has Franklin's been off the shits this whole season. I mean he had to be though. <laughs> he it's it's a it's a pl- when he when he did that to the old folks at the fucking bookstore, I was like, damn, I'm about to cancel Franklin. I, but I think I think that play that play is gonna come back. And if you want to keep it a buck on some business shit, he wasn't lying. And his mom is the one who told him to do that shit. He didn't do it. <laughs> he told his his mom told him like, yo, get that deal done. But he wasn't lying when he was when he was saying like, you know that they was gonna buy you out anyways. Like, yeah, so he should have just bought him and protected them. So. Yeah. I mean, I I think I think that I think there's a play to come out of all this, but he definitely had to play with the with the uh, with the um other dude too, um with the older black dude that they introduced to where he's like the the bit billionaire nigga who he did the play with, with for the for the property. That's gonna come back in handy in some way. Like they're gonna be like, yo, we trying to fund the forty million dollars. I, I will say shit. is that I I did like how handled Franklin the cop. He was just like, yo, you step boundaries, I'm gonna send your ass to the fucking. Loserville police station where you're gonna be there for the rest of your life. I mean, yeah, shuffling papers. But that, but that was the move. That was one of the first moves that they did with the with the dude who got the play. Where it's like, okay, I give you this property, and now you under my you under my shit now. Like you know what the fuck I do. You know, you, and then that after that scene is when they got the cop to be like, all right, nigga, you gonna you gonna go file fucking records for the rest of your life, nigga. Like, I don't want to see you arresting nobody or harassing nobody at all. Like, it's a play. It's, it's, it's definitely a bigger play in all of this, too. Um, the, Was the Ivy shit this this episode, too, where he was like, yo, Ivy, where the fuck are my guns when Teddy went to him? No. What episode was that? Because he definitely... Because now, now that I'm thinking about it now... the episode. Yeah, now yeah, that he, I'm... He, he shot fucking dude. Yeah, he shot dude in the ear. Like, now that I'm yeah. thinking about it, Teddy been on his shit. Don't get it fucked up. Like, Teddy gonna let you know, nigga, hey, like, I'm, I'm not coming for the bullshit, nigga. I, you you shot a nigga who you get guns from. Like, that's He's some... not playing anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's some, like, all right, bro. But, but that's the thing that I'm seeing now, too, is like... Also, I didn't know that. Also, didn't know that he was the government... No, he didn't. I didn't either, I didn't, though. I didn't. Know I didn't that either. He didn't know that. I, that's my point. When, really when when he did all that shit, I was like, "How the fuck you don't know about this shit?" Like, 
he smoked the DEA lady who you was like going like how what 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 you think here like but he said it himself he was like I should have known like this nigga don't move like a nigga who sell drugs this nigga move like a CIA nigga like look how he dressed he dressed like a CIA nigga like you know, he he dresses like someone who who's very active in a football fantasy league no I'm telling you what he dressed like he dressed like a, a detective that only shops at J Crew. <laughs> Um, uh, you got anything else on, on I it? I don't care about the Wanda Redemption arc. I know this is gonna okay. The the, the Wanda Redemption arc that I'm that I'm gonna see is that Wanda's gonna go back, you know, to hanging out with the shorty who shot Franklin, and f- she's gonna talk to the reporter somehow, and then they're gonna smoke her. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah, but they're trying to make it look like she's. So what happens is um. The rock that she's getting. Yeah. Is being super, more and more diluted because Leon can't get more. Yeah. So she's slowly weaning off. So yeah. it's almost like she's half sobering up. So she's going to get more coherent. Like you already saw in that last episode, she wasn't as fucking off the wall. Yeah, as she was she before. Did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm- so I don't care if Wanda becomes an important character again. Me either. I would have preferred she got bit two seasons ago. She's going to get smoked soon. But she's going to play a part in the reporter getting smoked as well. Because as you saw, the reporter, she, the nigga was like, hey, you getting into some shit. Like, like. Yeah, and, for the reporter. Well, the reporter getting <laughs> smoked, nigga. The reporter getting smoked. I just want to see who smoked her. Because I don't think it will be Franklin, but the reporter getting smoked. Who I think is going to smoke her is his Lerp. father. I hope it's Lerp. Lerp is who the 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 new the new the security new nigga. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, they already referenced that that nigga's not nothing to play with. So exactly, I'm he, there's gonna be an episode where he killed like fourteen niggas by himself. Cause he yeah, he fuck, yo everyone they put as Franklin security guard Lerp Peaches I fuck with them. Yeah, but those two niggas are like retired CIA. I'm not CIA, but uh, no, army okay. niggas. But if, yeah. if, if you if you look, if you go even deeper to, like, you know, the writing of it, remember, like, when these niggas came from Vietnam, they, were, they weren't they were treated with the same respect as yeah. the white soldiers that came back. They came back to nothing. So, like, this shit is, like, peaches in them. It, it's, this, this writing go a lot deeper. Or maybe I'm just thinking a lot deeper than what it is. No, but, no, that's what it is. That's yeah. how they see it. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Um, And then we'll end this shit off with... Update finally new this, Kit Kat this nigga. Is, this is a Kit Kat podcast. New Kit Kat, new Kit Kat, white flour, wheat flour, um, Ram cracker flavor Kit Kat. That should look good though. I ain't gonna hold you. It does because it looks like you know it's not the honey made. Can we cracker. buy these shits, bro? Yes, we can. But where yes. though is what I'm saying? Because all this shit is in Japan. Is this Hype Foods place one of the places that sells like what they call exotic foods? <laughs> No, that's literally just Hype Beast food account. Oh shit! But damn, so there, there's nowhere where you can buy this shit. Like, oh, it says like Hype Market. You can like fucking reach out to somebody in Japan. There's a bunch of people that like on Etsy and shit that sell Kit Kats. Oh, like, then hey, we, we about to get all these new flavors. We, about, we gotta start trying this shit. We gotta take this shit up another notch. We gotta start trying shit and saying if these Kit Kats are fire or not. But that's the last shit that we had. Um, that talk season thirteen episode ten. This was the finale, and we gave y'all the finale. There's only three episodes left in this uh, podcast, so tune <laughs> in next time. Tune in. All right, stiggity, stiggity. This nigga. Put me on your Twitter show.
Plus comes this remote control unit. Oh yeah, I'm programmable. One heck of a doll, baby mama. Bootzilla here! Mm. Made by the makers of funky things to play with. Trademark Funk Attack Incorporated, mama. Mm. See me boogie, all you gotta do is wind me up. <laughs>